Hey, Planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ on Ride the Vibe, here from the beautiful living room-like studio in Roswell, Georgia, DRS Atlanta. I'm playing what I want to say and saying what I want to say, just like the, the uh, you know, the, one of my all-time favorites, uh, Tom Petty, said in that brilliant song, The Last DJ. And in the studio with me, I'm totally fired up and stoked, got Mike Lowry, Empire State native. I am so happy to be here. Welcome. I'm, I'm so glad to be on this show. And, uh, Welcome. you know, thanks for thanks for the invite. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. And uh, for your fans who are Legion, the way we roll this, just to familiarize them, Mike, I do a, we do, do a CD listing party format here at Ride the Vibe. So we're going to play five or six of your songs, not in their entirety, though, because right, yeah. we want people to go out and buy that music. However they do that. Just download, a taste. Yeah, a we're just taste. giving them a taste. And, oh, I love that. That's make, a good segue to uh, what we do for some... uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. And that is we mix in, and we like to say, uh, suggest people uh, to listen to this podcast, sit back in the comfort of an environment of their choosing, not on a raft on the water today, probably a little nasty. No, yeah, not uh, too not cold. Today, yes. Uh, and then get a beverage of their choice. And so tying into your a taste of, we are tasting a delicious IPA from my dear friends at Gate City Brewing Company, Pat and Brian. And this is a Freedom Fighter beer. I'm a few sips in and it's fantastic. I it love it. It's great, yeah. yeah. It's very good. And for a great cause, because a portion of the money they're donating to try to fight and stop the uh, drug trafficking that unfortunately Atlanta is ranking pretty high in. That um, That's great. I drink beer for the cause. I, I don't drink beer for the enjoyment of it. I'm... <laughs> I'm for the people. <laughs> and you have a song on your album, uh, Beer Gut. It's because I care a lot. I, <laughs> I care repeatedly. Yeah. You know, a couple a couple times a night. I love it. Yeah. Well, and so thanks to, uh, to Brian and uh, Pat. And they just, Mike, recently celebrated their 50-year anniversary. So how cool is that? It's the beer anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love it. And as, as uh, Ben Franklin said so brilliantly... Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all, it all works out. Yeah. And we're blessed in Roswell to have uh, three great uh, microbreweries, Gate City being just one and then Verant and From the Earth. And both Gate City and From the Earth do live music. So definitely, I know you're reaching out to and having folks. Yeah, having, having groups. And uh, yeah, I know a few people that play there and have. And uh, it's just, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, Right down. It's kind of Roswell. a cool community up here in Roswell. Yeah. Um, there's there's a couple music venues and breweries, and yeah. so it's a nice mix. So we got to get you up here to Roswell. The well. the nightlife lives on in Roswell. Amen to that. That's where, that's where that. it's come to. So got a we love Gate City and love love what they're doing with their Freedom Fighter. And they were uh, they got a big coup. I believe it was in the month of January. They were featured on Delta Airlines as the beer, one of the beers of choice. So 
pretty darn pretty darn exciting. I didn't I didn't fly in January, but I should. No, have. me either. <laughs> I should. But have. now you got it here at, at yeah. drsatlstudio.com. Uh, didn't even have to go through TSA. No, pl- uh, blessfully. And yeah. also have to give a shout out to Lucy Pillar with ARN All Right Now Entertainment. And just uh, open up, talk a little bit. I mean, Lucy knows everybody, but what's how did you come to to meet her, Mike? Uh, Lucy's just a great champion of the music scene. Um, I mean, she's based in Atlanta, so she's a champion of the Atlanta music scene, but nationwide, worldwide. Um, and, uh, so she would come out to shows and, um, she's always just been a great networker, uh, with, with other musicians and, uh, you know, she likes to connect people. Yeah. And, uh, and if she sees an opportunity to connect someone with someone else and, she does um, I mean, she, She's amazing. She, she'll do it. Yeah. She really so, is amazing. Uh, yeah. So she's, I've known her for a while yeah. and uh, she's taken me out to a couple of Paul Rogers shows and I got to meet Paul Rogers through. Wow. Through, through her. That. Yeah. Wow. And uh, she's I, a huge fan. Of his. Yeah. Yeah. And she, <laughs> you know, and, and they go way back yeah. also. So, so those that don't know, Paul Rogers front man at one time, I, I don't believe he still is, but uh, was the front man for Bad Company. And free yeah. and bad company free. And um one of the times I got to see him was when he was fronting Queen. Oh, and they did wow. a tour or a couple tours yeah. or, or so yeah. with uh Paul Rogers fronting Queen. Mm-hmm. And uh how was that? Did you see the show or just I saw get... the show yeah. and it was very cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, he brought a way bluesier element than Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Uh Freddie Mercury was such a showman and Right. Um, I mean, Paul Rogers is too, but it wasn't as flamboyant yeah, and, and yeah. showy. <laughs> and it it was like this bluesy vibe to some of yeah. Queen songs that you've known and loved forever. Right. To so to hear Paul Rogers doing his his take on them uh, was pretty pretty darn cool. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, Todd, you've got such a uh, deep, rich history within your family. As I it was reading, you know, write up, uh, you know, your mother, a Broadway singer. Your dad's doing lighting and effects as a, a, an engineer for Parliament's Mothership Connection, uh, George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic. I mean, and then you, as a you know child, as I read, were an actor and did commercials and movies and TV and radio. Talk a little bit about that and how that has influenced you, Mike. Yeah. So my mom was Broadway, off Broadway, touring. Yeah. Um, what kind of show? T- what touring kind of show? dancer, uh, a little bit of singing. Um, so, and my dad was on the more production side of yeah. it. And they met while touring the Tommy, the Who's rock oh, opera Tommy. And so it wasn't with the Who. It was yeah. a production of, of their, of their uh, show. Right, right. And uh, so they met on that tour. Yeah. He was um, running sound and she was, she was in the show. Wow. And uh, so... What what else could I do except yeah. for play play some music, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. You know, where, where is it's that your gonna, destiny. Where is that going to lead you to? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so the you know showbiz bug and the and the and the push to do it and or the acceptance of it yeah. was was okay in the family. Yeah, and uh, it was in your DNA. It was in my DNA, and so um, what I ended up what I have ended up doing and and the music and playing like neither of them were necessarily uh, involved in that in, in that um, type of music exactly yeah. but the show business bug and yeah. the and the they were like, supportive totally yeah, supportive totally supportive and 
you know, my mom's push to just say, ah, you want to play guitar? We'll get on the stage and do it. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just playing guitar in the bedroom right now. Yeah. She's like, go play for people. And you got your go first guitar at 11, as I understand? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was a gift from my dad. And he plays guitar a tiny bit. Yeah. Like, he knows a few chords. And he, yeah. he played with a band in high school a little bit, like yeah. some buddies or something. Right, right. And, uh, but there wasn't a guitar around the house. Yeah. Um, and so I think the Christmas gift actually m might have been a little bit of a, well, and if my son doesn't play it, I'll play it. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> he had an ulterior so, yeah, motive. I think he had an kids ulterior are, Kids are known for picking something up and then on Ex to the next exactly. thing at, that, so, at a young age. So he went out and bought the coolest guitar oh, that, no um, that he thought looked the coolest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Whether it played or not, it would just look good. Yeah, and so uh, what it ended up being, and I still have it, yeah. um, is, do you know the guitar that Johnny Winter plays, yeah. the laser, the headless one. Yeah. That's, um, it's not a Steinberger, but it's like the headless model. Yeah. It kind of looks like a Steinberger and it's called the laser. And that was your first guitar. And that was my first guitar. And it's, yeah. it's actually a Hondo copy of one of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a perfect copy of it and it plays great. Oh, it had a great pickup in it. It's just yeah. a single pickup thing. And uh, it's full scale, although yeah. it looks smaller because it's headless. Yeah. And the body's really small. So I was able to get... Get around it. Get yeah. around it pretty easily. I'll be darned. But uh, it was an electric guitar, the first guitar. And that, and, and that caught you? It it did. Captured you? It wow. absolutely did. It, um, it, I tell you, though, it did sit for a couple months. <laughs> Until and then it really started calling it, out it to you. It sat for a couple months <laughs> yeah. and it stared, stared at me from the corner. <laughs> and then uh, this one weekend where I had nothing going on yeah. and... Uh, I believe my dad was actually out of town. Yeah. I was like, okay, this songbook that I have, I'm just going to figure this out. Yeah. And uh, so self taught. So I am self taught. Wow. I and love that. I just sat down and went, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. And before, uh, and you, you were doing this before all the technology that the kids have now, kids? right? Oh, these kids these days. <laughs> of which you have one. They yeah. have it so easy. <laughs> just hop on YouTube. Right. And, and it's all there. And yeah. boom, they know yeah. how to do it. Right. Right. I seriously. Uh, envy, envy that, but yeah. then all the distractions that they have. Yeah, I it's don't a double envy, edged sword. so it's a double edged sword. Right. Um, I didn't have a lot of things that were cooler than guitar. Yeah, right. Uh, that was it. As soon as I sat down with it and was able to make a chord, I thought this is the best sounding chord wow. I've ever heard. This is this you is were fantastic. Hooked. I was totally hooked. Yeah. Um, mm -mm. what a blessing! From the first chord, I was totally hooked. I love that. And then you, you, you had another influence as I picked up your grandfather. I, th I think, or is it? Well, are you picking that up from the, from song? the song? Yeah. Um, we, we can talk about the song, but. Well, let's, uh, hey, how about if we play it, Mike? What do you think? Yeah. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to play about five songs off of Mike's new album, Hell of a Life. New CD, I should say. And the first track is called Grandpa. So that's where I'm picking up that maybe there was some influence. So let's hear a bit of that song, not the whole song. We'll play a couple minutes and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the writing of that song. Absolutely. Country, eh? Well, 
Ride the vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And in this case, playing the first track off of Mike Lowry's brand new CD, Hell of a Life, titled Grandpa. Mike, just before uh, we go to break, for a short commercial break, to support our sponsor, DRSATL.com, just touch a little bit on that song, and then we'll pick it up, uh, talk more about it when we come back. Well, so much of that song is a combination of of everyone that helped, you know, make me who I am and and helped... uh, helped raise me in some way. So within there, there's aunts, there's uncles, there is grandpa, you know, grandparents. And, uh, and so when you're sitting down and you go, I'm going to write a song, um, is the first verse going to be aunt? Yeah. (laughs) Then you're (laughs) going to switch it. You know, it's, and then the the second verse will be mom and the third verse will be dad. And the, you know, or, you know, the first line is, is mom. So, so I kind of put it together as, uh, you know, as a grandpa. Yeah. And, um, but really it's, it's so much of my family that's in there. And, uh, you know, there's a little, a little fiction of, of some of it just to kind of smooth out the rough edges of who, who did what, but every line in there means something to me about, uh, some family member. Well, it resonated. And it's not all about grandpa. Yeah. It really resonated with me, which I I was blessed. You, you gave me the, the uh, entire CD to pick from. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I really, that one resonated with me. Well, I want to. I want to chat more about that and more about your writing process when we come back from break, but we're going to take just a short break, y'all. We're going to be right back in the uh, drsatl.com studios here in Roswell, Georgia. Ride the vibe. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. 404-590-0779. 
404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You're back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton with Mike Lowry. We're just talking uh, right before break about the first track off his brand new CD, Hell of a Life. So you want to go out and get that in whatever format you get it in. It's a great album. We're going to play about five songs off of that CD. And we were just talking about the writing of that song, Grandpa. And Mike's going to pick up where we left off right before break. Yeah. And uh, so a compilation of of people. Yeah. And, um, you know, as I sing it, I I, I reflect on on people that... uh, that made me who I am. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you, when you were asking about showbiz influences and, and stuff, um, my mom's side of the family had a much longer showbiz background and, um, her mom. So my grandma yeah. was a dance teacher and owned a dance school. Oh my and gosh. so of course that's how my mom all, found all here in, in GA? she's from Columbus, Georgia. Okay. And yeah. so they, so that whole Barry side of the family, my mom's yeah. side of the family is from yeah. Columbus, Georgia. Yeah. And uh, you know, some of them are still there, aunts and uncles and stuff. But um, so you've got deep it, was, roots. it was a pretty large family. You got yeah. deep roots here in the in, in the Georgia. south. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. And uh, and then my my dad's side of the family, um, he was the only one that ventured into the showbiz area of things. Yeah. Um, but I I was I'm close with both of them. I'm clo- both sides of the family. I'm close with uh, you know, various aunts and uncles. Yeah. And um. And so all of that kind of came together into that, into that song. And, yeah. and of course I've lost people. Right. Um, and it, along it sounded like based on the lyric, my grandpa moved away that he's moved on past. Yeah. And, uh, and so within the song, it's, it's a grandpa that passes away. Yeah. And, um, long and, life, good life. Well, and, and, since writing it, the the grandpa that I was actually closer to has passed on, and oh. he and he did have a very long life and a very good life. So good. Um, couldn't ask for for anything better than that. Yeah. But uh, so ooh, sad song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and so I'm 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 working I'm working through that downer bummer of a song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and thinking like you know, working on how to produce and it was a little bit slower. Yeah. And it didn't have a guitar lick. So I have a guitar here. I'm gonna show you yeah. kind of what it was um to start with. It was like Drive out to the road ends. So it was like that. And yeah. the and the rest of the and the rest of the music in in there followed that kind of a little bit slower. Right, the drums right. were really kind of dragging and yeah um and so i was working on the demo of it uh in my home studio yeah and uh thinking ah this is just kind of draggy and i mean it's sad that the content (laughs) the meaning of the song is yeah is uh sad but you know bittersweet yeah in a in a way so you don't want it to be too sad because there's there's, to be too depressed yeah because there's a happy element to it you're celebrating you're celebrating someone that's had a great life sure. and had a great influence on you and, sure. and, uh, and being around this, these family members and the, and have, has been great yeah. for your life. Yeah. So you're, you're sad to see him go, but, yeah. but it's been a good time. So I'm like, I need to pick this up somehow. Um, so the guitar riff that's in it, uh, when I listen to it, if I didn't know the writing process of it, I would almost think that that guitar lick was kind of the basis yeah, of the song right, and, right. and the, the first thing. Right. 
And it and within the current version of the song, it is the foundation. Yeah. And it runs through 95% of the song, except for the chorus. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> that's this guitar. And so... It's such a great juxtaposition that, to the words. That is... That is like the last thing that got uh, yeah. written within yeah. the song. That's the last thing I came up with. Like the full song was done. I had demo of it all, slow and draggy. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I was like, what if I do this little lick here? Yeah. And then I realized if I, I can speed it up a little bit yeah. in this lick. And then, uh, and then I, recording wise, if there's any, uh, recording engineer type people or yeah. enthusiasts out there listening to this. So I locked it to a grid, um, which isn't always a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, some, some of the old school guys are like, oh no. Yeah. Don't he do played it to way. a click and right. locked it to a grid. I don't know. <clears throat> right. But it came to this really cool thing of locking it to a grid. And then the things that I was playing, I locked it to a grid and then chopped off the end of all, all those licks. It yeah. was like real. And, uh, you know, thing that I would compare that most to uh, is like a, a ZZ Top. Yeah. You know, their, their Eliminator kind of style stuff that they yeah. were doing there where it's to some drum machine stuff. And One of your uh, influences, ZZ Top. I, you know, as... To a degree. Pro yeah, probably not in the top five, but yeah. they're, they're definitely in there. And I, mean, I want to talk about the top five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but a great song to, to lead off that um, CD, A Hell of a Life. So the guitar lick, much of a juxtaposition of the words, which could be taken as depressive, but the guitar picks up the pace. And then the title of the album, A Hell of a Life, I'm imagining a tribute to what you reference with the, the fact that you've been blessed with so much. The, um, the album as a whole just takes so much of, of my life in a snapshot yeah. of of what's going on that's family and kids yeah. and, and uh um you know there's not a lot of made up stuff in there right. and there's not a lot of um uh you know there's no current event kind of things yeah. it's all it's all real personal personal yeah um, does that make it harder to do or easier to do it, it for for me it's it's easier but it's harder to to make it good yeah because um, it can s seem too emotional or too and you want sad it, or some, and, and sometimes. And you might want to, uh, <clears throat> um, you might want to shy away or like, you know, turn away from something that's too intense. Yeah, right. Uh, when you're writing and turn away from something that's too revealing. Yeah. And uh, so I'll write something and realize, you know, thinking, now oh, now I'm really revealing myself. And then yeah. <laughs> if I listen to it back and you know, give it some space. Yeah. Realize now that's kind of generic, really. I mean, everyone gets sad sometimes. Yeah, right, everyone, right. everybody has a, hopefully has a grandpa. Yeah. Everyone's lost, a, you know, everyone's lost a girlfriend or, you, right, you know, right. broken up or, you know, yeah. everyone's sad about this or country music and get, blues. What would what, what, what they, they get in about? a fight? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, you can write about something that feels like a really specific situation to you. Yeah. And then realize now nah, that's kind of generic. So, right. so, what makes it more difficult is to lean into that and go, nah, I need to reveal more of myself yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need to make it more specific. Um, yeah. I need to, you know, pull back the veil a little bit more and, uh, and say 
something that might even be uncomfortable to say wow. here. Wow, I love it. Well, the second song on the album, which I think we ought to tee up, is titled Homemade. And I'm imagining there's some, that we can pick up this conversation because it sounds like maybe there's a continuation of that theme in that song. A little bit. This one, this one's a little bit more of a good time. Okay. You know? Cool. Well, let's hear a little bit. Not much more than a couple minutes again, because you guys got to go out and buy some of Mike's music and then go see him live. Because as Neil Young said, live music is better. And uh, it's hard to make a living as a musician. So go out and download that music, buy it, buy the whole CD. We're going to play a little bit of Homemade and then come back and talk a little bit more about the process. Killer song, Homemade, by Mike Lowry off his new CD, Hell of a Life. So go out and buy that music, will you, y'all? And uh, Mike, talk a little bit about that song right before we take uh, another short break. So that song's just a, you know, about moonshine. Yeah. And, uh, but... Ah, homemade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I mean, so, you know, specifically about moonshine, but in yeah. general, really, it's about having a good time. Yeah. And, uh, and how can you know when you have a little Georgia moonshine, Georgia yeah. peach moonshine, you know, and so fighting the, fighting the thing of, uh, do I have a good time or, yeah. you know, <laughs> or not have a good time. Might and well, we're having a good time in the studio well with our time. freedom fighter, right? Yeah. Our gate city. Thank oh, you, uh, Pat and Brian. Absolutely. Um, but it kind of came, it's the guitar song. It's yeah. the guitar song of the album. If you like guitar. Yeah. If you're, if you're, well, that's a little uh, bit of why I picked it. Yeah. If you're, <laughs> in, if you're into rock and guitar, just yeah. go straight to that song. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we cut it off before the solo and then the fade out gets even more rambunctious. Right. But it's, um, we're giving them a me, taste. It's me guitar in out. Yeah. As, as yes. guitar and out as it gets. Yeah. And, uh, so it gets pretty. One of the reasons I picked it. 
It gets pretty rambunctious <laughs> yeah, love towards, it. towards the end. So for those of you that got a taste of that and want to hear that, we teased you up to go buy it. However you do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and that was in a response. There's a, there's a great friend of mine that, uh, that I'll go to for advice and his opinion on things. And yeah. so I was showing him what songs I had for the album already. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of the a lot of the songs in the middle of the album work it's a little more mellow. Right. I had those already, and he goes, "Man, you're a guitar player. You need you need something with a riff, and you yeah. need something that rocks." I was like, "Oh no, man! I'm I'm writing and I'm singing. I'm a singer songwriter, yeah. but I I don't uh, whatever." <laughs> he goes, "Just do it. Come on, yeah. dude. Do something. Yeah, guitar-y and riffy and yeah. and rocking." And uh, so that was kind of sat down with a guitar, turned some distortion on, and went, I'll show him. Right. <laughs> what does he want? Something Ooh. like this. And it was Ooh. almost like, yeah. what does he want? Something like this. <laughs> so all these riffs that I'll just play around the house and yeah. throw off like, oh, and that, that's something that I play all the time. Or like, that's a thing that I, that kind of thing I play all the time. Yeah. I finally said, all right, I'll I'll put it into a song. Oh, so he laid down dude. the gauntlet. All right. Just, Kudos know, to that friend out yeah, there. And so, uh, Do you want to name names? Oh, yeah. It was uh, Damien Lewis. Is, um, and he mixed most of the album. Good and, for you, uh, Damien. <laughs> yeah. And so he's, he's been a great friend for a long time. We yeah. were roommates for a while, but now he's wow. out in LA. Yeah. And doing mostly the mixing and mastering and yeah. the engineering, producing stuff. Out there, he's mostly a studio guy now. He was a drummer. Um, in which is how we met was playing together. Yeah. And, uh, so, and you were known, you've been known and then I'm going to pick this up, but you've been known early on as a guitarist, right? I mean, that was kind of your claim to fame. Well, I mean, you were, if, yeah, oh yeah. If, uh, the writing has come and I want to, I want to talk about that process. Mike. If, um, if you, if I'm thinking of, I think of myself as a guitar player first. Yeah, right. And, uh, and it's been a very, you know, and, very, very accomplished and an outstanding one. Thank you. Um, but it's I can, I can feel most comfortable with a guitar. Yeah, uh, in my hand, and um, and the songwriting has come well, a little the, bit later. The songwriting came pretty quickly after. I mean, I did the first chord of, on guitar and thought that sounds ah, awesome. Okay. By the time I got to learning three chords, I learned a song, and then ah. the next day. I was like, well, let me change up these three chords and write my own song. Wow. Okay. Um, so I've been writing all along. Okay. Uh, but as far as what I'll, what I feel comfortable with, like the guitar playing, yeah. you know, it's, it's the strongest. It's your default. It's, it's the default. It's yeah. the strongest. And it's um, what but I on get this most album, excited about. It, it showcases your very talented song, singer songwriting capabilities, I think. And I think this album also could, has enough guitar playing in it to make it pretty guitar exciting for people that 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 love the guitar thing. Yeah, right. um, there's enough of it in there. Yeah, and uh, I almost had to to fight um, the urge to not play guitar too much. Uh, like I I would think, um, oh, this is the song. Yeah, and when I get in that mode and I think, oh, this is the song, and I want it to, you know, I don't want the guitar to overpower this. Right. Uh, I have to fight that urge to, yeah. to think that and then go, no, no, put some guitar playing yeah, in go there. Ahead come, and on, yeah. come on, come on. Just can like do your this. buddy said. Yeah. Well, we're going to take just a short break to support a sponsor near and dear to my heart, the Foundation for Premature Infants, all about those little people, uh, those preemies that have no voice. 
And then thanks to the generosity of the foundation, we're going to roll the rest of the half hour. It's flown, first half hour is flown by, Mike. But we're going to roll the rest of the half hour with uh, no commercial breaks and just play your music and chat more about uh, your brilliant album, Hell of a Life. Mike Lowry, this is Michael Linton, last DJ, and we'll be right back. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say, and in this case, playing the great songs off of Mike Lowry's new CD, Hell of a Life. And we had just played Homemade, and we were talking about uh, his writing process and his guitar as his predominant kind of default go-to. Talk a little bit about that, Mike, because you have toured with so many people. You, you know, were on tour with Jimmy Hall and Wet Willie. You've been on stage with Mayer and Dr. John and James Brown and Buddy Guy, Jimmy Vaughn, and you were on an extensive tour with uh, Tinsley Ellis. Talk about, you know, being a guitarist in another person's band and then, you know, having all this writing and creative process that you're doing at the same time. Just flush that out a little bit, if you will. Well, uh, I came out, guitar player, singer, songwriter, it's like, Eric Clapton would would be top influence. Yeah. Um if one you know one of the top. Yeah. And, top uh, 5 for sure. Yeah, he's in he's one of the ones that's in the top 5. Yeah. And when I think of him uh he's known so much as a guitar player. Right. And but he writes and he sings and um yeah, he wrote just a kind of a, <laughs> a minor little song called Layla. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh you know, so that model it's, I I really liked a lot. So I would yeah. always I would always come out as a guitar player and, and, um, as I, as I networked and, yeah. and met people within the, within the scene here, um, it would be, Hey, I'm Mike, the guitar player. Yeah. Oh, I have some songs and stuff too, but, yeah. um, that and, was your calling card. But yeah. So that was my calling card is, is the guitar playing. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So I've had the privilege and honor of playing with some, with some great, people and some great great acts and uh as a guitar player as and they and you were playing their songs is that well so like i was on the road with tinsley for a while yeah and uh tinsley ellis yep. um atlanta blues based yep. or atlanta based blues artist yeah blues rock um he's he gets to rocking pretty hard so of real <laughs> renowned i mean yeah and uh know. so yeah so i went around the country with him several times yeah and um you know that that was a that was a great honor and i was his, I was playing guitar yep. with him. Yep. And, um, and, uh, Jimmy Hall and Wet Willie, Wet Willie. um, yeah. played with, played with those guys a bunch and, uh, you know, guitar player. Yep. And, um, you know, so I, I got around as a guitar player. Were you it, writing with, all the time? I was, you okay. know, and it, I mean, it comes in spurts yeah. and, uh, you know, and then there'll be a, there'll be a guess big old span of time where I realized I haven't written anything yeah. in a while. Um, 
and then or inspirational strike after a after a long dry spell. But yeah, I was writing all along. Yeah. And um and in demoing and recording those things some and uh but the guitar playing and playing out live was a big yeah um you know a big occupation of of time so right so doing other other people's stuff and the sideman thing is is something i've done quite a bit and yep. i do like it yeah yeah you know and and uh you know the pressure's off right I was say, Com yeah. compared to being the front man yeah yeah um i mean the pressure's still on but it's like you're playing with tinsley you need to please tinsley yeah and uh if he's digging it then, then you're golden yeah you're, you're cool um you know and same Mostly with the Willie guys or were you doing rhythm or you do both both yeah yeah just yeah. depending on what the setup was and uh -huh. the format yeah. uh-huh and uh you know so he, when you're playing with jimmy hall if you're if you're pleasing him that's yeah right then you're <laughs> yeah. golden yeah you're golden so <laughs> yeah um, but what high compliments to get invited to play with both those cats. I mean, that's, Oh, it's, it's very high praise. Yeah. It's, it's a real honor. It yeah. was a, it's really good experience. Um, cause you know, a lot, a lot of these guys that I've played with have been in the business so long and have so much experience. A long time. Right. And, uh, and know, they know a lot of people. So have pick, so much knowledge yeah, to share, and, yeah. you know, and then you just pick up on things yeah. of, uh, just the, just the vibe of how they handle right, things right. and how they how they hold themselves. Yeah, and, um, you know, music tips and showman tips and stuff too. So and writing tips. So uh, so it helps your writing process because of that aspect, right? I mean, you're getting familiarized with what they go through and how they do it and how they structure their days and mm -hmm. life and yeah, good, yeah. the bad, and the ugly. I suppose when you're on the road. Yeah, absolutely. You see it all. I yeah, I tell you. Um, I mean, Tinsley's a great influence for uh, work and perspiration. I mean, that guy, such a he's a prolific writer. Yeah, and uh, you know, he's it's another guy you think of primarily as a guitar player, but he writes a lot. Yeah, and um, you know, when he he doesn't write on the road necessarily. So when I was on the road with him, I didn't um experience the the writing there, yeah. but he would catalog ideas and stuff. And, and what is your process, Mike? I mean, you talked about um, the song Grandpa, where the words came, and then you added in the guitar. Yeah. And then the, and that was sort of uh, out of the norm, but do you normally, the words come first, or how, do, how does that work? I'd say, the, I'd say the majority of my songs come with, um, when inspiration strikes, yeah. it's, it's words, kind of have a melody that accompany them. Okay. And, uh, and then if you have that melody kind of, kind of etched in there, there's only so many chords you can put with that. There's only, you know, so many, uh, you know, varied beats that you can put yeah. with that and stuff. So, uh, grandpa, for instance, um, I was taking a walk or something and, and the, the chorus came to me first. Yeah. Um, Tearing down his barn because I rotted out boards. I saw this old barn, barn kind of thing. I'm like, you know, that's, that thing is worn out. And that's, you know, and it, whoever lives there is, um, that thing's not going to survive. Wow. You know, it's, it's, only, it's only there because of whatever. And, and that the, was the inspiration. Yeah. And, wow. uh, and so I thought of like, you know, that barn's going to be torn down. It's, yeah. it's too old. It's yeah. And so the, that's that was the inspiration yeah. to to get into the rest of the idea 
of uh, someone passing on. Yeah. And then, then I like reflect. Like a barn. I mean, it's yeah. very metaphorical. Yeah. And then I reflect on the people of, that I knew that had passed on. Life. So, yeah. So, how do you catch? Uh, do you capture it with a notebook? Are you old fashioned? Or are you, you talking to your phone? I, the or? iPhone is. is uh, yeah. Okay. I like so, I, I wrote songs before the iPhone, but yeah. now I don't know how I did. <laughs> it's like we don't know anybody's numbers. Yeah. Right? Same kind you know, of thing. So you, I, as soon look, as it comes I in, I look you're... back at the songs I wrote before the iPhone and go, that's a miracle. That that got done at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and But I'll look, I'll scroll through my voice notes on the iPhone and there's so many yeah. <laughs> ideas in there. And then I'll just like get to, to where it's just like an idea that I, I've heard a, a, a bunch because yeah. I've scrolled through the iPhone again like, and then you uh, piece it together. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we need to hear another song. What do you think? All My Days, which is the sixth song on uh, Hell of a Life. What do you think? That sounds great. Yeah. And we're and we're not going to play this whole song, though, y'all, because we're teasing you up to go out and buy this CD. So let's hear a little bit of All My Days off of Mike Lowry's Hell of a Life, brand new CD. Half a bottle of wine and I feel fine And I don't mind to know I'm dying Don't mean that it's tonight But it's alright to hear the clock No days are numbered Cause tonight it seems I know What I need before I go what I need before I go Cause tonight I feel I know What I want before I go What I want before I go Ride the Vibe with Michael Litton and Mike Lowry in the studio, drsatl.com. Great living room-like environment. And we <laughs> it's only fitting that we're having a little Gate City uh, brew here, Freedom Fighter beer, and a portion of the money going to uh, stop uh, human tra uh, sex trafficking. And we were kid kidding while the song was playing that there are a lot of references uh, to, uh, well, we got moonshine, we got half a bottle of wine in all my days, so... Uh, one of the songs on the album is uh, "Beer Gut." Your yeah. uh, your uh, son at the time, four year old, is uh, you're you're training him early. He's singing the lyrics "Beer Gut." He, beer he gut. starts off the song. Yeah, <laughs> beer, beer gut. It's like so you were you were adding up the number of references on the album. Yeah, I uh, I noticed there was a there was kind of a theme. There's quite a few <laughs> alcohol references in this album. Um, Gone, but tonight that was one you would yep. admit to. Yeah, there's yep. there's a lot of drinking in that song. So. <laughs> Well, talk about All My Days. I love that. Great song. Well, All My Days, the writing of that. And so this is, it's good for me to hear this 
song and uh and I feel like it personally is a is a big step in my songwriting <sighs> um for me yeah just to, to hear it I'm like oh right and yeah. it's and it's one of the ones where you lean into being revealing yeah and um and so the title of the album hell of a life actually comes from uh one of the lyrics within this song and uh so i was really happy to pull like not you know i didn't name the album all my days or yeah. grandpa like right just one right of the songs. typically yeah so would do. but but the, i was gonna ask you about that but too, the title of the album comes from huh. um a line within the song it's uh, hell of a life yeah and i you know and i use that because i realized um the whole album is just like about my life yeah it's about life you yeah. know what what i'm doing and and i so and miss the, the lyrics sheets you know the, i mean this, oh, I know. this era of uh itunes and mp3s and you don't get the richness yeah. as a as a listener that you got got back in the day from an album i know i love i with love lyrics, lyrics. I love, so uh, you you really I love being able to pull up yeah. lyrics and and uh, and then see where I misheard something. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like the last DJ does a lot. <laughs> so talk a little bit more about the the writing of all my days and the and the. Well, my wife, role. my wife and son were out and about running errands or yeah. some somewhere, and I was at home, uh, puttering around, working on stuff, and playing guitar, and yeah, um, and uh, finger finger picking is um also a a thing that came about on this album yeah or at least it's it's the first recorded thing of me finger picking a lot wow and uh so um so i was playing around with and um had come up with a little bit of a song idea um i had a glass of wine yeah. I think it said and, half and, a bottle, and, didn't it? And it's and it, well it's just it sang well. Yeah. You know, half a bottle of wine and I feel As opposed fine to half a and glass. I don't yeah. mind to know how I'm dying. Yeah. And um, you know, mortality and and how you're spending your time. I mean, that's it's a big thing that weighs on my head. It's just like, am I doing yeah. what I want to be doing? Am yeah. I am I spending my time in in a wise way? Like well, especially when you have a kid, child. In and it's um and the and the kid and to see how much he progressed within yeah. like this year and like he's learning so much and he's doing so many things that are new to him like am I uh, getting the same richness yeah. out of my life and uh, and uh, and then having a kid it just opens you up to to thinking about right mortality sure. and and how you're spending your time and yeah and uh, um so that was a that was a theme within yeah. the album in, in different in different songs yeah and. Uh, so, wife and kid are out and about. I'm around messing with the finger-picking thing. Yeah. Um, came up with the line that half a bottle of wine, because I was, because wine was on my mind. And, uh, and then realized, oh no, I looked at the clock. They're going to be home soon. If I, this like, seems like something is struck. I need to, you know, I need to do something other. You're in the other, flow, in the G, you got to go. Yeah, I need to do <laughs> something other than just waste, waste time with this. Yeah. Um, waste time with just sitting around, waste time. And like so, the idea of um, that could so it's uh, the wasting time part of that, and you, and that's why the song is wasting time. Like yeah, you, that was the working title of it was wasting, wasting time. time. Yeah. Um, 
So it's like, that could never be called wasting time, spending time with your family. Right, and right. And spending time with your kid. And uh, So you shifted it. And so I, I shifted it because... I, I, oh, I don't want to waste any time like that. Um, yeah. could have been writing and all this stuff. And I was like, they'll be home soon. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, keep writing. Yeah. It's, it's just like, oh, wait, family. Yeah, right. Because, but it's, you know, but just that whole the balance. I, the, the balance and the whole yeah. idea of, uh, well, it's never wasting, wasting time if you're, right. if you're hanging out with them. So, yeah. so it got it. Two, two things in there the finger picking, which was new. For, yeah. And there's a couple songs, Boston on the album. It's yeah. a whole finger-picking thing that, that's uh, different than anything yeah. I had done before. And uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I was really... Uh, so t- I want to I play... Uh, it kind of segues into Dream Big, which is the ace song on the album. I want to play a little bit of Dream Big and uh, have you talk about that, what your, your BHAGs are, your big, hairy, audacious goals are. Yes. So let's hear a little bit of uh, Dream Big. on Ride the Vibe, Michael, and we only played a minute of that song because we want to talk about Dreaming Big. Mike Lowry, talk about uh, that song and Dreaming Big. And- that song is, uh, that's, a, that's another one I was like, I don't know, it's too revealing. Like, it's like so, so much of the, the lines are, are true. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the lines in that are true. And uh, there's a lot of them. It's, it's the fastest i've ever sung yeah yeah <laughs> so i stuck a lot of- <laughs> so you got a lot of firsts on this finger picking you got fastest you've ever sung yeah so very I, revealing yeah so i stuck a lot into that one um <laughs> and uh you know it's a lot of songs i told you i come up with the the line and it kind of comes with a melody at first right. all, all at the same time and that kind of directs where the music's gonna go right um this is the rare one that I was messing around with a drum machine and um, some bass uh, guitar and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and it was really cool groove that had come up. I was like, oh, this is really cool. And so I had that yeah. and then thought, what can I sing over this? And, uh, you know, don't forget the guitar that should be playing, you know? Yeah. And, um, then I was like, all right, but what does all that lead to? What am I trying to say? It's yeah. like, wow, because I dream big. I'm going yeah. to get out there. I'm going to dream big and work hard at it. Yeah. And, uh, and 
so the the verses come first and then it led to what what's the point though? Yeah. It's oh the point is I need to dream big yeah. and I need to work hard to do it though. Yeah. So you can't right. And I think that's the missing link for some folks. They do do the dreaming big, but the effort and energy and you know, ninety ninety nine percent perspiration kind of doesn't necessarily yeah. go along with it. Right, right. So you gotta have that dream, that big hairy audacious goal, but then you gotta put some action and intention. You know, and, um, you know, sometimes the perspiration needs to be figuring out, uh, what to work at. Right. And what to, what working hard is, you know, um, the work smart, not hard kind of thing. And yeah. And just like what to focus on. Um, you've got three, 13 songs on this album, which is, I want to chat a little bit about your thought process on actually putting out a CD in this day and age where it's all pretty much you know, one-offs kind of thing. But I, I want to, uh, the time is just flying by. We could do another hour. But I want to I hear uh, Won't Let You, which is uh, song number nine on this uh, great CD, Hell of a Life by Mike Lowry. So let's, we're just going to play a minute just to tease you up again. Michael Litton talking to Mike Lowry about his new album, CD, Hell of a Life, and that was Won't Let You. We just played a little bit of that, Mike, but talk uh, talk a little bit about that. That's just a good old heartbreak song. Yeah. Um, it's actually the oldest song on the album ah. um, as far as, you know, what was written first and, yeah. and whatever. That's the oldest song, and it was, yeah. uh, it had been hanging around for a while, and so I wrote that a while back. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't as excited about it just because of just because of the age yeah. that it had on it yeah. um it it didn't have any of my new technique of this yeah. or my new idea of this yeah. or like yeah. um so i just thought hey, i mean i remember that that song's been around i had played it live uh a few times yeah unlike the rest of the album that's one of the few that got played live ah. several times before okay. or a whole bunch before yeah before getting recorded yeah and um so I just wasn't that excited about it. And I thought, ah, it's, it needs, it's, a, it's pretty all right. Yeah. It needs to get out there. Great song, yeah. And a lot of people reacted to, to that one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, put the CD out and the uh, PR company that was pushing it and was going to push a song out um, to get radio play. Yeah. It's like, won't let you is the one. Wow. I'm like, what are you talking about? Isn't that crazy? Won't let you is the one? No. Isn't that I was like, crazy? Grandpa, come on. That's yeah. about family. It's so touching and moving. Like, yeah. people can relate to that. They're like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, that one's good. 
Um, I'm like, homemade, it's the rocker, come yeah. on. You know, if you want guitar, that's the one. They're like, yeah, that one's pretty good too, but... They went with Won't they're, Let You. They're like, I think Won't wow. Let You. And then uh, with that idea, I'm like, I, I, I don't know, guys, I think you're wrong. And then yeah. I asked, asked some friends, played it for some people. Um, yeah, anyone that would, that would listen, I'd go, listen to Grandpa. Now yeah. listen to Won't Let You. What do you think? Like, what could <laughs> so you hear? you're trying to steer them. Yeah, I'm like, what, what could you hear on the what? radio? They're like, could hear Won't Let You on the radio. <laughs> like, that uh -oh. doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I feel but, uh, good that I picked uh, some songs that others... Uh, yeah, exactly. It's Exactly. So... Um, well, talk a little bit... It just bit. really goes to show if, if you're... Me being too close to it, I yeah. wasn't... I wasn't, couldn't see the forest I had the so trees. I had so many other feelings attached to yeah, other things. right. Like, right. Grandpa has this guitar riff. And yeah. Homemade has the guitar solo. Yeah. And, you know, and they were seeing it differently. You know, and I'm like, and won't let you. I wrote that so yeah. long ago. It didn't, you know, so. Yeah, it was they, a throwaway. They, they weren't seeing it. They didn't know all that. They just knew this song versus that song. And Talk about doing an album in this day and age. I, I had Moses Moe on a while back, and he said he didn't think he'd ever do another album because people aren't buying music that way. What, what are your thoughts on that, Mike? They aren't. Um, it's true. And, and I've heard uh, many artists talk about the, the death of the album yeah. and how it's not a thing anymore. But I just love the album. Yeah. I can't, I can't. I mean, there's so much meat it. to this. I mean, you got 13 songs. They're all different, but all, you know, they're unique. They're, they have a story to them. I mean, I think that's the richness. They, they're, um, as opposed to a one-off that you just. They influenced get. each other. Yes. Also. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there was lines I chose because I knew there were other songs on the album that I'm like, well, if I do this, it actually, Ties there's, in. there's reference, you know. Well, like you talked about the title being tied into yeah. the All My Days. There's you know? inner song <clears throat> references, you know, a little bit if you think about yeah. it. And, uh. That's what was so rich. We'd and, get our albums and we'd study them. And the excitement of sequencing the album. Right, um, right. And, uh, you know, song order was, was a you know big long deal. process yeah. and, and 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 a big deal for me yeah to make sure it did this and it did yeah, that the pacing it did of that. it and uh because the last song you end with a piano forever absolutely. is a, a piano piece um oh, i had to have my thorn tree in the garden moment yeah, yeah. you know it's it's, it's i'm just following <laughs> La, you yeah. know layla and other sort of love songs, songs like classic that, that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you rock out, you rock out, and, and then, then you, you do this, and then, then yeah, right. <laughs> so I had to have my mellow. absolutely. Well, speak. We're you know we're almost out of time, I and mean, we could do another hour. But speaking of rocking out, I picked one uh, song off an earlier your Mike Lowry band CD, uh, trying to get over you, and mm -hmm. I'd like to play just a little bit of that, and then come back and kind of have you wrap it up. What do you think, Waheed? Really? 
on Ride the By, Michael Litton, the last DJ. And we are out of time, unbelievably. It's just flown by. But, Mike, just uh, right at the end here, that's Trying to Get Over You. That came off your debut uh, release, the Mike Lowry Band, I believe. That's right, yeah. Talk a, and that's the last song on the album. Talk a little bit about that and then parting thoughts here as we, as we wrap up. So that is, uh, you can see blues song you know that's the blues influence and like when i started playing i I was heavy big blues guy yeah um a lot of the song a lot of the other songs on that album are blues rock or you know a little more rocky who was doing is that you on not you on harp no no that's uh that's a guy i played with a whole bunch um little joey Ah. and uh little joey he's and he actually is little yeah yeah. he's shorter yeah fella and uh great harp player good singer and i played with him i played with him a whole bunch wow and uh he's my connection to uh, Jack Hall from Wet Willie, Wet Willie was playing with him. Yeah. And then uh, then Jack started playing with me. And then uh, for Wet Willie dates, when they needed some uh, guitar player, you would um, go and play. For, they were like, and right. talk, talk about when you were with, with uh, Wet Willie and you were touring with them and you took a little detour to uh, Macon. Talk about your, because I just did that. Almond yeah. Brothers experience. The, the pilgrimage. You know. Yes. The, yeah. The HH Cafe and then to the big house after a big feat at the HH. You got to do the, you yeah, so do the talk, pilgrimage. Talk like, about uh, your experience there. So Almond Brothers are this whole Southern rock thing and then Almond Brothers sit at the very top, top. of that. And uh, so, so they're in your top five. So they are, they're, yeah, they're in the top two. Right. And um, I mean, between Eric, some Eric Clapton live stuff and then live at the Fillmore Almond Brothers album. Like, it's all the guitar licks you could ever need. Yeah. They're all there. I think if I only had one song I could listen to the rest of my life, it'd be Statesboro Blues Yeah, by I mean, the Almond Bros. Yeah, I mean, that Life at the Fillmore has all the guitar licks you need. There's, it's, that's it. Yeah. They're, they're done. Yeah. You, do, you get those, you're, you're good. <laughs> and so, then uh, get uh, De- uh, Derek and the Dominoes, uh, Layla, and Assorted Love Songs and get the new, ver- the new album where they've got those outtakes. At yeah, the end. absolutely. Oh, oh so. God. So you get that. That's yeah, you're, you're golden. Yeah, I mean that's the guitar player. Master so you did class. the uh, HH H&H Cafe and you did the big house and then yeah. So we the was, cemetery. I was playing South of Macon with Wet Willie and uh, um, was riding back uh, to Atlanta after after the the day after the gig yeah. and uh, was able to stop stop off at the H and H. Yeah. Um, the cemetery and, yeah. and visit the visit the graves and the uh, big house. Big house. Yeah. Fascinating. And just to, you know, it took me two. I was two hours. On that self-guided tour, yeah, I don't, so I don't know how long it took me. I just, I stood. And yeah, then, red, then there was times that. I went, hey, you know, I don't have anywhere to be. I could just sit here. Yeah, and, and sat, be immersed. I, I just sat in there for a while. For, so, it would strongly encourage you all if you're it's a fan. It's very, go cool. do it. And they got microbreweries down there. Yeah, so yeah. you can get some beer. And we want to. Uh, we're, we're out of time. We could keep talking, but um, got to wrap it up. But I want to again give a big shout out to Gate City Brewing. Pat and Brian, the owners there, their fifth year anniversary, they hooked us up with some Freedom Fighter beer. Part of the money going to uh, stop uh, sex drug trafficking, which is uh, unfortunately prolific here in Atlanta. Again, Lucy Pillar, thanks so much for the intro to Mike. And Mike, thank you for coming in. Go out and buy that album, Hell of a Life. And buy the whole album. Yeah, sure. Come to a show too. And and absolutely, come to a show. We're going to try to get him up here in, uh, in Roswell at either Gate City or From the Earth or both. You're on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. We're out of here. Hasn't gotten round to yet Well maybe
thanks to every place my song on the road. 